Okay, John, just one lady here. Her name is Ranga. Okay. Ranga, meet John. Hello, John. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to do this. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tune into your energy, and I'm going to tell you everything that I'm seeing, hearing, and feeling. I know you might be hoping from hearing from one person, but I might connect with maybe three or four others that you're not expecting to hear from, and sometimes those people bring through the folks that you are expecting to hear from. I'm going to tell you everything I'm seeing, hearing, and feeling, including names and dates and initials. The names and, and initials tell me either who they are, who they're with, and sometimes to kind of validate living people as well. Um, so just keep an open mind and say yes or no to the things that you understand, but try not to fill in the blanks. So, Ranga, did you lose a child? Yes. And I feel like that's why we're, we're, you're here today. You want to know that the child is okay, correct? Yes. Okay. So I don't know. Is this your daughter? No. Or do you have a daughter? Uh, it was my son. Do you have a daughter, though? No. I need to talk about the younger female that I would see as being like your daughter. So if you lost your son, where would I see on the same level that he is? Do you have a, a niece or a, a daughter-in-law that's living? Yes, I have a niece. Okay. Um, I, I need you to know that your son is coming through first, and he wants me to acknowledge his cousin. So I don't know if they were close or if that cousin is very affected by his passing, but I, I need you to know that your son is okay. Is his dad still living? Because he's telling me to acknowledge his father. Okay. His dad's still living, right? Yes. Was he not there for him? Yeah, kinda. He wasn't really there. So he's like he—he's dad, but he's on the outskirts, right? He's on the peripheral. He's not like living in the house and raising him, correct? Yes. So all the responsibility of being mother and father really fell upon you, and you guys are more of a team, correct? Mm-hmm. I, I need you to know your son is okay. He keeps showing me pink roses with with. Um, with a couple of phones on them. So I just need you to know that when I see pink roses, that's my way of saying. I love you, like his way of expressing his love to you. When I see thorns on it, it lets me know that people had a hard time communicating in some way. I don't see a lot of thorns, I just see one or two. So I know there has to be an issue that you're experiencing that has to do with the relationship or the expression of love that he wants me to bring up. So I don't know if you're feeling like you disappointed him or that you failed him in some way, but I'm supposed to say you did not. So, Rami, do you understand that? Yes. Okay. He's making me feel like I need to wipe this plate clean and that he wants you to like let this go. And where's the M name? Like who has the M name? The M. M like Michael. The son's father was M also. He was Mufaro. Can can I be personal on the radio? Okay. Was he shot? Yes. Cause I feel like he passes violently. Yeah, he was. So he's making he's making me feel like he was like caught in a set of circumstances that were negative um, and he's apologizing to you for how his how his story ends is the best way I could put this do you understand yes now you brought two bags with you yeah or a bag inside of a bag yeah yeah yes okay because I'm, I'm supposed to talk about your two bags and I'm in New York, and you're in South Africa, so I'm clearly not in the studio with you, and um, Darren will tell you that I have no idea or any connections or, like, I'm not really, I don't know anything what's going on there. But in your bag, 
did you bring something that would be associated with his story that you could show Darren, like you could pull it out and show him? Yes. Um, he's telling me to tell you that his story got not as much attention as you thought it would have. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Um, so you feel that the story should have gotten more attention, whether it be in the news media or with the police, and that it kind of got like swept under the carpet, correct? Yes. Okay. He's telling me he agrees, and he's telling me that even if it got front-page headlines and every channel covered it, it wouldn't change the outcome. So he's asking you not to hold on to um, that because it acts as a blockage and he wants it to be more about you honoring your connection to him and I'm going to be personal again if that's okay. Are you okay if I'm being personal? Yes. Is there a child that you gave up for adoption and now that you've lost him you are freaking out because you wish you had the other child? No, I didn't. I didn't give up uh, a child, but I'm an egg donor. I have donated eggs. Okay, so what you're thinking is, is that you wish it, you knew if that child existed out there because you would have a connection to another part of yourself. Like, like there could be a child of yours that's out there, um, and that conversation's taking place, correct? Or do uh, you thought that? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. That's gonna, it's going to come across the same way. Now, all this means is that your son wants you to know that he's okay because he sees that. And he wants you to know that as you're dealing with the grief, as you're dealing with the pain of his passing, as you're dealing with this tragedy, and there is no greater loss on the planet, nobody should ever feel the pain that you're feeling. In three decades of doing this, I've said the same thing. Every single time I do readings and I connect with a parent who's lost a child, nobody should ever feel that pain. If there's somebody who's listening to this, I want you to know I feel this way about you as well and that this reading is as much for you listening to this as it is for this woman who's hearing this. But the most important thing as a parent who's lost a child is to hold on to the connection and not allow the passing to block that. That doesn't mean that we minimize it, forget it, not acknowledge it, the pain of it, all of that, that all gets validated. But what I want it to do is not become a blockage, I want it to become a bridge. So I want today to be a bridge for you to directly connect with your son. I want today to be a bridge for any parent that's listening to this. Allow this to be a symbol, a bridge, to allow that connection and love to take place. Now, on your right arm, is there some type of scar or marking? Like, was there like a scar or burn on your right side? Uh, a bath mark? On your right side? Yeah, there is, uh, yeah, a mark. I don't know, it got cut with what? Yeah, I do. On your right side? Yes. Okay. And then do you work in a restaurant or do you work with food? I work as a domestic. I don't cook, but I just clean. Okay, I'm not seeing that. I need to talk about who worked with food. Like somebody working, whether it be a chef, a waitress, they, they're the buyer for food, they sell the food, they cook the food. Who did that? Uh, my sister, she makes cakes. Okay, and she's still here, correct? Yes. I, I feel like I'm supposed to give her a hug. I don't know. I want you to give her a hug from him. I will. And then is his name? Don't say that. Don't say his name. But is his name like a K sound, like a C or K? 
Who has a name that sounds like a double syllable, like two syllables, like Kiki, Coco, KK? Uh, Who's got like a k k sound? Who's got that sound? Uh, Keisha. Say it again? Keisha. Who's Keisha? Uh, my cousin. Okay, is, she, is Keisha still here? Yes, she's. Did Keisha have twins? Yes, she did. Or somebody at Gemini? She did. Okay. All right. This is just your son's way of letting me know, like, he's okay. All right, Iranga, I hope that this helps you. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Um, and I appreciate you being so open. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>